friends, this is Alex. Welcome to Socialism Survival Podcast number 67. In this podcast, first in the year 2011, I will share with you my reflections on 2010, the year we just survived. First, I wish you a better and happier new year than the last one. I will continue sharing after the following short segment of virtual housekeeping and community organizing. And as always, I'd like to invite you to my website that can be found by typing socialismsurvival.com in your web browser. If you would like to write a message for me, use podcast at socialismsurvival.com email address. At my website, you will find all my social connections, such as Facebook, Twitter, Google, Friends Connect, and even the direct way to call and leave for me your voice message using Google Voice feature. But the most valuable thing you'll find there is my podcast archive with 66 previously recorded podcasts. If you are either Amazon or Walmart shopper, please try starting your shopping from my website using the link you'll find there. By doing that, you will support this podcast show. But the most valuable help is the one you can do not only for my show, but also for your fellow Americans. And you can do that either by linking to my website from your sites and blogs or by sharing verbally with the people you know about uh, this podcast and what you've learned from it. By doing that, you will have a great part in my effort to open people's eyes to the real danger of socialism and its role in a new order agenda and help them become a part of socialism survivors community. The knowledge I and my guests shared here combined with your faith in God are the most powerful tools and armor for your survival of the things and events that are coming. First of all, I'd like to thank God for blessing me and allowing me to produce during the last year 52 out of 66 podcasts in which I shared my personal stories of surviving socialism in USSR, showed you the methods socialists were and are using for spreading their control and provided you with my plans and ideas for future survival. Next, I thank you all, my listeners and blog readers, who gave your time to listen, read and tell others about Socialism Survival Podcast. Thanks to all my Facebook and Google friends and Twitter followers for spreading the message by reposting, retweeting, 
and doing something similar using other ways and means. Third, I'm thankful to all my guests for their participation and encouragement. Thank you, Johnny Max and the Queen from Self-Sufficient Homestead for being my guests and for inviting me on your show. You are great Americans and wonderful friends. Thanks to David Wendell, author of Bushcraft on Fire YouTube channel. You can find it by typing without spaces Bushcraft on Fire in YouTube search. Thanks also to another guest, Leon Weinstein. Uh, like me, the immigrant from former Soviet Union, who has his own story of surviving Soviet socialism and speaks out boldly against socialist tyranny here in America. Please read and sign Leon's letter to America, links to which you can find on socialismtrivago.com front page. Leon also has a book, Looking for Hugh. You will find it by going to socialismsurvival.com and scrolling to the bottom of my recommended books on the right. Fourth guest I'd like to thank is Jack Spirko from the survivalpodcast.com. He is the one who actually inspired me to start my own podcasts. Thanks, Jack, for being there with your podcasts. You are the best podcaster I know for last two and a half years. And the last guest whom I'd like to thank is Michael Santos. He's a doctor and author of great novel titled 2076 Reagan's Last Word. If you haven't read his book yet, please go to the same area of recommended books on my website. The link to Michael's book is just next to the one written by Leon. Now, let's review some events of the year 2010. I say some because I have no time nor desire to talk about everything that happened. So here are some events in the chronological order. On January 12th, a seven point magnitude earthquake occurs in Haiti, devastating the nationals capital port of Prince with a confirmed death toll over 230,000. It is one of the deadliest on the record. January 19, Republican Scott Brown elected as the senator from Massachusetts, replacing the Ted Kennedy, who passed away. So Republican replaced long-sitting Democrat. 
February 27th and 8.8 magnitude earthquake occurs in Chile, triggering a tsunami over the Pacific and killing 497 people. The earthquake is one of the largest in recorded history. So my friends, watch this out. The events and the increasing rate of events that are happening in the natural. March 23rd, health care bill signed into law while being opposed by more than two-thirds of American people. It's obvious that this socialist government is just ignoring the will of the people because they have their agenda that they consider more important than the people who elected them. April 10th, the president of Poland, Lech Kaczynski, is killed when his airplane crashes in western Russia. I'd like to comment by saying that a Russian government wasn't very friendly to Poland at that time. So, let's say the actual reason of the event and of the death of Lech Kaczynski is not known. April 20th, the Deepwater Horizon oil platform explodes in the Gulf of Mexico, killing 11 workers. The resulting oil spill, one of the largest in history, spreads for several months, damaging the waters and the United States coastline. Thanks to God, it didn't reach our uh, part of Florida that is close to us, so we can still go to the beaches. Praise God. April 27th and further, Greece's sovereign credit rating jumps down, creating widespread economic crisis in Europe. May 31st, Israeli Navy forces raid and capture a flotilla of ships attempting to break the Gaza blockade. Nine pro-Palestinian activists are killed in violent crashes. Clashes. <laughs> Seven commanders got hurt too seriously when activists tried to lynch the Israeli Navy commanders who boarded their Turkish flagged boat. June 9, ethnic riots in Kyrgyzstan between Kyrgyz and Uzbeks results in the death of hundreds. That's former Soviet Republic, thanks to socialism that controlled them for decades. Now they are in very bad shape. July 25th, Wikileaks, an online publisher of anonymous covered and classified material created by Australian hacker Julian Assange, 
leaks to the public over 90,000 of internal reports about the United States-led involvement in the war in Afghanistan from 2004 to 2010. November 2nd, U.S. midterm elections. Hooray! Republicans win control of the House of Representatives with the largest turnover of seats since 1948 and the largest gain for Republicans since 1894. The Republican Party wins six gubernatorial elections, including Pennsylvania, Michigan, Tennessee, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Wyoming. However, and it is big, huge, however, Democrats retain control of the United States Senate. And December 22nd, President signs the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell Bill after U.S. Senate voted 65 to 31 including following eight, yes, following eight Republicans who voted for the repeal. Scott Brown, yes, Scott Brown from Massachusetts, that many of you were so happy that he was elected. Next, Susan Collins from Maine, Olympia Snow from Maine, Mark Kirk from Illinois, Lisa Murkowski, Alaska, John Ensign, Nevada, Richard Burr from North Carolina, and George Voinovich from Ohio. To the list that I just finished, I can add a few more airplane crashes, another earthquake and tsunami, Chilean miners trapped alive 700 meters on the ground for 69 days, North Korean attack on South Korean island and further WikiLeaks releases of the U.S. secrets. There were times during last year to rejoice and to cry. As you can see from my list, most of remarkable events were negative, sad, and tragic. Official unemployment rate still stands near 10%. The destruction of godly foundation of this country continues by the socialists in power. American Republicans, conservatives are being used and fooled. In my dated list of events, I mentioned twice Republican Senator Scott Brown from Massachusetts. I remember well how many 
of my Facebook friends were cheering his victory. How many of them replaced their pictures with Scott Brown poster in support of him and some even suggested electing him as next president of the United States. There is one Ukrainian saying that says, don't say hop until you jumped over, which leads me to use a biblical text that says, you will know them by their fruits. And Senator Brown is a living example of what that means. Now you know him by his fruits. For me, as I believe is also for many of you, his vote along with Democrats is not just expressing attitude towards gays and lesbians. It is much larger betrayal of American people who supported him. It is betrayal by joining socialist camp in such crucial time for America? Or was there any betrayal at all? Maybe American people betrayed themselves by voluntarily being blinded and therefore supporting someone who was positioned for election win by invisible elite. Overall, the actions of politicians and people's ignorance were depressively impressing. Like the oil spill that threatened our beautiful Florida for many months in a row. I thank God for my wife, kids and our local congregation of believers who were with me all year long. The top of my life last year, besides God and family, was trip to Ukraine. Although not everything I saw there was really inspiring. But such things like meeting old friends and relatives, visiting familiar places, Helping orphans and disabled are unforgettable. I just regret that time flew so fast that I didn't have enough of it to enjoy meeting all people and visiting all places I wanted to. Plus the fact of having both body scans and tapping in airports weren't pleasant either. Still, comparing to all what is happening here, especially in deep conspiracy, I can say the Ukrainian trip was happy withdrawal. It refreshed and inspired me for many new ideas, thoughts and actions. Some of it will be uh, made known to you, my listeners. 
but some uh, will be kept far away from this show and only God and few close people will ever know about it. As for my plans with this show, I have some topics that I didn't touch yet and even some interesting guests I plan to invite for interviews. It won't necessarily be some famous personalities. Maybe some one of you, my listeners, is the one who I'd like to talk to on the show. Also, I'd like to have here again some of my previous guests for the follow-up on things that we've discussed before. As soon as I will have enough questions and comments from you, my audience, I will make special show based on my listeners' feedback. Therefore, please send to me your questions and comments either by email or using Facebook. It really doesn't matter from where to copy and paste it. And as long as the Lord will provide, I'd like to keep sharing my experience from the past and insight in the future with those who are willing to listen. And I assure you, not everything will sound tragic and heavy. One more thing before I close. I'd like to say about my winter garden. In November, I planted some veggies and salads in raised beds next to our house. While we are limited with gardening space, I was able to plant and grow peas, beets, cabbage, spinach, broccoli, lettuce, kale, russell, sprouts, cauliflower, and other salad greens. Soon I will plant also sweet potatoes and start tomatoes, cucumbers, and other spring crops. I really love doing gardening. It is another part of my life that keeps me busy, makes me happy, and I invite you to check out my photos on Facebook. I will show you there my garden's progress, posting some new pictures of it for you to enjoy. <laughs> I still didn't make you smile this year. Okay, here is my New Year anecdote. Very short. Santa Claus comes to a psychiatrist and says, Doctor, help. I do not believe in myself. <laughs> With this, I will sign out. I wish God's blessings to you all. May he direct you in the path of righteousness. Until the next week, when you will hear again friendly voice of common sense, your socialism survival host, Alex.